0: Welcome to Shoot to the Top, a podcast for professional photographers with web designer and marketer Sam Hollis and professional photographer with over 20 years in the industry, Marcus Ahmad. Hi Marcus, how are you doing? I am very well, Sam, um, very well indeed. I'm just out of the studio, they've let me out the studio so I'm uh, recording in a hotel bedroom in a moment so my sound might not be quite as good as normal hopefully uh, you can still
1: make some sort of sense in what I'm talking about. I think we will and we'll make sure we get Marcus safely locked back up after the show <laughs> <laughs> where he belongs. Um, right. and welcome <laughs> listeners welcome to the shoot to the top podcast and today we have a brilliant guest who has lots and lots to share with us so welcome Sarah we have Sarah J Naylor uh, lifestyle success coach and mentor with us. Hello, Sarah.
2: Good morning. Hello, and thank you for inviting me along. It's great to great to be here, and uh, great to be chatting to you both. Thank you for inviting me along. No problem at all.
1: Would you like to introduce yourself, Sarah?
2: Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so as uh, as you kindly said, I am the lifestyle success coach and mentor. Uh, so what does that mean? Well, really, it's about encouraging people, particularly at midlife. Um, Really, when you get to that crossroads where, you know, we we all live a great life, don't we, in terms of we get onto this treadmill of doing sort of education and following this path that we might need to follow. Uh, But we evolve as a person along that time. And then you get to that midlife point. It might be the kids have left or you've got to be made redundant. It could be anything. And it's just like, who am I? How did I get here? (laughs) What do I want out of my life? Am I really living the life that I really truly want to live? And that's where I come in. I've got a background of 36 years working in the recruitment sector. So I'm well-versed in helping people change career direction, change jobs and listen to them and understand. And I've been a coach for the last 11 years as well. I'm a qualified coach and it's really helping people to understand what fires them up because you when you're coaching somebody you really see that change in that physiology and you can you can pick up stuff that they've not really recognized themselves and that's that's the excitement you know it's helping people identify what that is what it could be how they want their life to look and then helping them see and help them facilitate that change because at the end of the day we've all got that within us we all know ultimately if we have that opportunity to dig deep in a non-judgmental fashion with a work, when you're working with a coach and help you identify who can help you identify that and then look at the options and how you can start to make that your reality because I like to use a phrase that life's an illusion of your own creation so it's it's how you see mm-hmm. your life and actually when you start to read and you start to look at what you've got and it's about having um that appreciation that gratitude for what you've got but equally so, identifying what it is and how you want it to look without being negative about what you have got because actually what you you get what you focus in on and so it's it's changing that switching people's mindset thoughts actions behavior and adding a bit of sass in the ass in the meantime
0: (laughs) very good (laughs) so can I just jump in there rather quickly and just uh of course do you mean by midlife I I think I might be what do you mean by midlife
2: midlife well it's interesting you should say that because I had to uh, I had to Google it myself <laughs> just recently I'll tell you for why <laughs> I hit 58 in October okay, like- and I thought hmm, do do I still classify as midlife and apparently I do I think it's that age bracket of 40 to 60 Ooh, in all reality so just... hey I haven't got long left in midlife but do you know what it, the age is just a number I think it's very much more of our soul's journey and where we are you know you could you can pack loads of stuff into into a short lifetime or do absolutely nothing into a into a long lifetime and I believe it's about maximizing the time that we've got learning what we can learn and really enjoying the moment because I mean Even when you've got a challenge, and uh, trust me, I have had a very, very, very challenging 2023, beyond challenging. It's even had me banging my head against walls. And I I don't jest. (laughs) It's, It's been very challenging. But it's then looking at the positives, what are coming out of that. You know, when things don't work, it's things closing down. And it's reframing that and going, okay, actually, well, that's closing down. What's that opening up? Yeah because when you let go of stuff a vacuum doesn't exist so it's creating that opportunity for new stuff to come in And I th- that's what's been happening in my world yeah
1: and I think what you mentioned I think is relevant to a lot of people is that kids if you've got kids that them starting to think about leaving them leaving that is such a massive change in your life isn't it no matter what age you are minor, 15, 17, and yeah, the seventeen year old's talking about leaving. Oh, and you're like, well, yeah, you know, suddenly uh, you're like, whoa, what what the hell is gonna happen then? Or you know, what what is you're right, <laughs> what is my life suddenly? What what am I gonna be doing?
2: Exactly, because if you have spent all that time focusing in on your, you know, your children, because and I know some people do, it becomes that whole life, but yeah, you know, there are women that obviously I've I was never one of them, but do take that complete career break men as well I've got I've got male friends that you know have taken that career break and they've been the one that's been at home with the children but you know you can lose yourself that very identity and we are all here the the point of having the children is to bring them into the world and provide that platform for them to go out and have their own journey it's not about for you to be sort of uh, joined at the hip along the way all the way but you know, having a great relationship is fantastic but allowing them that uh, allowing them that's the wrong word (laughs) the permission you know, that unwritten permission to go and have their own life, to support them, encourage them to find their own path, not to find the helicopter parent thing. It's not finding the answers for them. They've got to find their own, have their own journey in life and find the answers themselves, because that's what shapes you as a person. That's what enables you to progress. That enables you to gain wisdom. And, you know, if you get things wrong, you get things wrong. You learn from that and then you don't do it again. But if somebody hones in and goes, oh, no, don't do that, don't do that, you're not going to learn anything. You've got to, you've got to move on. But then you've got to find yourself in the meantime, because if you have spent, and children do take up a, a vast amount of your time, my, my, I spent far too much of the time to the phone to my, my son's at school it's like how much time not that teacher again really no what's he done now you know but you know you, you, you've created a vacuum when your children have left or you know as I encouraged mine to leave it was non-negotiable in the end because he he'd literally outgrown the space you know we were in so
1: yeah it's interesting as well because we were interviewing weren't we Ali Crew, Marcus just the other day and her yes. podcast is just a few back and yeah that's it very yeah that midlife point went right I'm going to stop teaching and I'm going to be a photographer um, and yeah, that complete change and that I think that moving to business is something be that photography or other business is something a lot of people do at that sort of age isn't it they suddenly go you know I don't want to work for anyone else so much I've got that confidence myself where I can now get myself out there and do something quite different that I want to do and be my own boss.
2: Yeah, absolutely and I have to say you know for for me I got divorced at the end of a 20 year relationship back in 20, 2005 okay. and I was employed I'd always been employed I'd always supported my ex-husband in his business and I had to be fair in terms of the relationship I was never really supported or encouraged to sort of evolve as a person at that point. and so, for, for fast forward 4 years to 2009 I manifest because I actually wrote. I wrote a book called "Shining a Light on You: How to Manifest Your Dream Job," um, and that was off the back of what I'd actually done back then, which is identify what it was I wanted to do at that time. And I created two opportunities that were presented to me as working on a self-employed basis as a recruitment consultant at the time, uh, of which I took one. But that was that start of that real. Well, getting divorced was the start of the journey for me of sort of that evolution. And then in 2009, at the height of the UK recession, I went self-employed. And so the journey that that has taken me on has sort of been exponential, really. I mean, it's just kept on going and kept on going. You know, I was a single parent son of 10 at home and you know I had to I had to get a bank loan to to fund myself for six months whilst I built the business up and you know it it, but you you, as you said about that confidence to and that's why I like working with people because I was 39 39 40 when I left my ex-husband and it wasn't until I was 40 what 43 44 when I set my own business up so you know you can do it at any time of life it, it might be somebody decides to do it in the 20s brilliant I mean and that's what I'm passionate about as well is getting you know the the younger generation to follow their flow and and really go because if you're and you're passion you know your, your your careers there's always going to be a career related to it and you can live your life on purpose and fulfill your potential because you're doing something you're naturally passionate about and you want to do and you want to get out there but like we come back to the midlife point a lot of stuff can actually be put on hold like my life was effectively put on hold I didn't know any different because I just didn't know. My I didn't <laughs> I didn't have a social life. <laughs> I used to enter competitions and, and things like that, and I did all my 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 sixties in my twenties. You know, like learning how to upholster and do basket, you know, do do caning chairs and do all that kind of stuff. And so then I ended up having my uh, my twenties in my forties. You know, <laughs> but who's to say what route is supposed to do it? But the the key to this is is finding yourself, identifying yourself. What fires you up? And that continues to this day. You know, even now, I'm, there's still stuff that I'm doing and I'm learning and I get excited about. I just have to rein myself in because I want to do everything <laughs> all of the time and that's not possible.
1: Yeah. And then, so uh, again, with the I'm thinking of the photography. There's probably a lot of people who are amateur photographers who are thinking, I'd like to do this in mm-hmm. a business, you know, and, but they lack that confidence. They're not sure they should. They're holding back because they've got the safe job. I mean, and we can all say, just go for it. But that's not that simple. It's the kind of things you could things advice you can give to someone in that position what should they think about what what yeah what could they do mm-hmm. from that position apart from I've just saying yeah do it <laughs>
2: would well, you know what it's really really interesting you bring up that because one of my new coaching clients has got a photography degree and she got children and she has been employed and I was only asking her yesterday I said so you know about the photography and she's lost her confidence in terms of doing photography and so it's something we are going to explore further because at the moment we're looking at a career move for her which is an employed status but she's not even been picking up her camera on a um personal basis, but if, yes, she's used a, use a mobile phone, but you no, know, she's got a photography degree. She's got a two, one degree. Okay. So she's obviously good at what she yeah. does, but she has lost that confidence. Um, and I think that's comes down from, from what she was talking about. You know, that we can be put on you when you're going out and doing the weddings and parties and things like that, then you, and I've the, the detail of actually going back through, but I think the key is, is to, is to just do it. It's progress over perfection it's just doing what you enjoy doing. So, if, I mean, I love taking photographs with my my phone and I would love to do more. Get, I did have an SLR before they became more digital, you know, and so I, I don't use it. In fact, my son's had it and he actually likes doing real, you know, on 35mm film because he doesn't know what he's going to get and there's a bit of a magic mm. to that. So find that thing that fires you up. What is it about photography that you love doing? Don't worry about trying to get business or anything like that right now. Just is it is that really fires you up because yes, you can think about weddings, but there's a lot of stress associated with that. You could be doing, you know, your, your group, family photographs. Does that really fire you up? Do something that you are passionate about. Do something that you absolutely love doing. If it's just photographing the grass that changes in the spring to the summer to the autumn to the winter, make that your thing. Have a thing that you are becoming known for because you'll get work off the back of it. It doesn't mean to say that, you know, just because you're photographing, you don't get work for something else, because in that Focusing in on the grass, you're looking at growth, you're looking at nature, you're looking at that consistency and that approach and you're sharing those images, you know, but really, really tune into what is that fires you up and just do it. It doesn't matter, even if you're just doing it for your own pleasure, because it's so wonderful, isn't it, to have photographs. I mean, I've got got something about... 20,000 in my phone I think I need to do something about it excuse me excuse me I have a problem um, <laughs> but equally so I know my parents my mum's got photograph albums of, of photos from when she was you know in the 50s you know and it's lovely when she does get them out and you see all those photographs so so do it and do what bit fires you up whether it is digital or whether it is you know black and white it is color or it's something else whatever it is just follow that thing that really fires you up because that's what's going to engage and that's what you're going to talk about and that's what people will know you about then as well.
0: I mean, uh, I'm nodding enthusiastically uh, along with the word you're saying, Sarah. I 100% agree. I think it's just as regards to making the idea of making money out of photography or whatever you're going to go has been the primary concern primary for doing it. I think you do it because you love it, do what you love. And then you get the rewards will come. I there's so much uh, just there's so much out there about how you've got to make this six figure in your business oh. and put in what reasons why you're doing it second.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and this is where this, the lifestyle thing comes in because you know. There has been uh, this massive push, you know, oh, you've got to have this, you've got to scale up, you've got to, no, do what's right for you. What is right for you right now? What is good enough for you right now? It, yes, we all want to sort of, yeah, let's face it, money's, money's important. Mm-hmm. Money helps yeah. us buy this, do this, do the other. But uh, do you know what? There are always lots of different ways of looking at things, lots of different ways of making things happen. You know, you could travel, you could think, well, I want to I want to get all this money so I can travel the world. Well, make travelling the world part of your photography and you get paid for going and travelling right. the world to take the photographs rather than making, trying to get money out of the photos so that you can travel the world.
1: If you yeah, see what yeah. I'm saying.
2: I mean, I've got, there was somebody that um, I've, um, I think I did on my podcast actually, and I met her through something else and she's a, she's a muddy archaeologist oh. and she's got a passion for archaeology and she gets paid to go on cruises and talk about her passion for sort of archaeology and sort of history and things like that, you know, and she had this very conversation with her son. He's going, well, you know, how are you going to make money? When she explained to him how much a cruise would cost, yeah. and she's actually only doing half an hour's half an hour's work, and she's getting a like a, a five a five or seven day cruise yeah. out of it, and she's only having to, you know, why wouldn't you? So there's a lot. What I'm trying to say is there are different ways of say I lose use the term earn an income sort of loosely but there's different ways of doing things it's how you want your life to look what do you want your life to look like and then it can it can happen in a different way so you can still be doing what you want to do and it just but it it's it sort of resolved or solved through other things that you do to create that lifestyle it's not i mean i i, I scaled up my recruitment business um but it do you know what? I never really wanted to manage any staff. I love, I love coaching. I love the flexibility. I love the variety of podcasting. I love writing. I like networking. I like doing all of that, and that's what my life in you know consists of. Um, and soon I'll be moving to the coast, and so I'll be able to go out and walk along the seafront. You know, it's just what do you want your life to look like, and and, and sort of taking it from there and following your passions. And as you said, don't focus in on the money. The money will the money will come secondary. You've got to value yourself. Absolutely value yourself, but there are some stuff. There'll be some stuff that you might want to do for free. Um, that you'll get something else off the back of, but there might be other stuff that you can then go and charge a large amount of money for. It's just going to. But if you if you're consistently focusing on the money, it, you're not. Where's the satisfaction? Quite, quite right. Because ultimately, you know, you could be paid millions, and if you really hate what you're doing, what's the? Because isn't ultimately what we all want is happiness we want joy we want to we want a life that we enjoy living you know yes money can help but money's not the solution you could have all the money in the world be miserable and be travelling the world what's the point it's happiness isn't it it's i don't i don't for me i'm not materialistic and i don't have aspirations to have a gold plated plane you know or anything like that yeah you know, i just want to <laughs> live my life and enjoy it but hopefully inspire and motivate people in the in the meantime amazing
1: And it's—I mean—we're talking about this with business plans, which people see is very dry. And we're talking about this with Marcus, and I think when we started, Marcus was thinking, "Oh, well, this is going to be very dull because I just pretty much want to earn." And we say, "No, it's just about where you want to be, and that doesn't have to be financially. That may be part of it, but it's just where do I want to be a year, what do I want to get to, and your plan to get there. And that—and I guess when it's your own business, your sort of personal plan and your business plan are very, very similar, if not the same thing."
2: Well, yeah, because they're intertwined, aren't they? Especially if you're self-employed, but equally so, I think even if you are employed, you know, it's it's so we spend so much time doing something, doing. Work sounds like work, but doing employed, doing something that generates an income to enable us to. Eat, yeah. Put a roof over our heads and eat and do things like that. So you know there is there. You know, it's not to be dismissed, but it's to get it in alignment with what we're doing. And then if you're, you're passionate about what you do, that flows through into your work. It flows through into your life. If you're doing a job to earn lots of money and you hate it, you're bringing that back home yeah. into your personal life, and that's radiating outwards. And you're coming home and you're oh god, and maybe it's hitting the it, hitting the pop, and you know, and just not doing anything i mean I, I love getting out trail running and exercising yeah. and fresh air and that's part of what i love and every so often i realize that you know the shifts are wrong even though i'm in control of my own life you know you, it's taking that step back and going oh, hang on a minute this is a bit out of kilter isn't it let's have a look where i can adjust it um and yes yeah, and make some small shifts because those small shifts can make the biggest difference you know I mean, if I could really get myself out of bed at five in the morning, it would be absolutely magical. <laughs> I've got to get to bed earlier at first.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: okay, I mean, this is this, uh, this, this a great idea. Obviously, you live once, make the most of it. But maybe just to start winding it the, the, the show down, maybe so, can you give us some steps how you're going to achieve, how you're going to get from A to B?
2: Right. Okay. Well, I think first and foremost, it's knowing what actually what it is. You know, what is B? What does B look like to you? I'm kind of getting specific about it. So, who do you want to be around? What do you want your life to look like? Where do you want to live? Who do you want to work with? What do you want that? What does that? What does that really look like for you? And spend time on that. You know, it's all too easy. People go you know, I, I want this, but what does it look like? And this is again, what I was just working with my coaching client about. Um, Cause I'm only mentioning her because she's photography and yeah. she's, she's just started working with me and we're really drilling down what that next move looks like for her, because it's really paramount that you get clear on what it is you want your life to look like, because once you know, you will then start to be able to recognize the opportunities that are presenting themselves to you. So it's getting clear understanding that what you put out there is what you attract back so you've got to also be mindful of your your words thoughts and actions so the next step is yeah this is what i want to do i want to be a great photographer okay so what options are available to you talk about being a photographer step into those shoes be be that person be that photographer and don't talk about oh well i'd like to be a photographer but this that and the other be positive so let's create be specific recognize the opportunities that present themselves, take action on those opportunities, but equally so be very, very present with your language and the language that you use to yourself, to others, but, you know, and, and everything that you do and, and respond in a way that is going to make that your reality. Uh, and you can, there's that old adage of um, fake it till you make it. Well, I don't like that specifically, but what it is, is using language to say that, you know, Yes, I'm a photographer. You, you know, because what is a photographer? Yeah. I could call myself a photographer, really. It's just getting your head around the language that you use and just using it in a different it's way. It's the balance
1: between, uh, like you said, fake it, you make it, but also also imposter syndrome. It's that, yeah, saying that you are this when, Yeah, you're not imposter. You've got the skills, but often you feel you're not. Don't you feel that slight like imposter? Well, I'm really a photographer
2: well exactly. i mean so i i know that i'm a speaker but you know i could say well actually i could look at it in another way and go well hmm, i'm not on that platform being paid thousands of pounds at the moment and then i could and if you start to have that negative but actually i am a speaker i've got a pod, when i start to look at it you know i've got a podcast that's been downloaded 100 40,000 times over 40,000 times in over 129 countries and you know, I've got you know, a networking organization that I, I host bi-monthly meetings with. You know, so I'm out there. I am speaking. I do get paid to speak, you know, and I do go on radio and TV and podcasts and things like that. But, you know, I could equally go, well, you know, I'm not like that person. Well, we're all different. And the beauty of it is, is that we are all unique individuals. What is language? So how, how do you use that language to to yourself. Step into it. And again, I hear imposter syndrome. I, you know, I try not to let any of that get into my own mindset, but it is recognizing it when you do and go, oh, wait a minute, how can I counteract that? But equally so, I think there's an element of that that can drive you and motivate you because actually it pushes you to, to be the best person that you possibly can be. So use it in a different way. You know, Use that and power yourself up rather than pull yourself down.
0: Well, I mean, that's fantastic. I've sort of been making notes here, and I think I've sort of clarified that, distilled that, I should say, down to three steps. Be clear where you want to go. Step into those shoes and own it and be the best possible version of yourself.
2: Oh, I love that. I'm going to take that back, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> notes,
1: no, taking thing. over as the marketing expert. here. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> should have been a secretary
2: it is it's, that's the power that's the magic be yourself don't try and be anybody else be yourself we are supposed to be different we're not supposed to be having cho- this bit chopped out and that bit tweaked to make us all look like barbie and ken we are all unique individuals step into your truth step into who you are believe in yourself regardless of what other people say and if other people try and pull you down tell them to what's it you know i mean i'll keep my language clear uh you, you know it's they're, they will only pull you down to their level because they're not prepared to do the work to get into where you're at. So it's easy for them to pull you back down. So let them go. That vacuum, which we talked about earlier, create is created for other people to then come in that will uplift you. And it's a, that's something else to add in there is to surround yourself with yeah. great people that support you. Not, not in a narcissistic way, but in a, you know yeah being around good people yeah. and I, I I think and I'm very grateful and appreciative for the community of people and contacts that I have now in my life compared to 2005 when I left ho- when I left my ex-husband and ended up back at my old my parents old my parents' house the house I was born in in my old bedroom with my son for nine months and I had no social life I had to start from scratch and I have got the most incredible network now of friends and contacts and you know a community of incredible people, really supportive, encouraging, and people that I can dip into and talk to. Like today, it's just wonderful. I'm just really thoroughly enjoying and appreciating the time that you've given me to speak on your podcast because, you know, that's magical to me. That's what I love doing. Cool. Well, I mean, it's it's been
1: amazing to have you with us. Loads to take away, um, all sorts of things. So, yeah, thank you so much for all of that wisdom and all of that thought and, and for being with us and sharing it all with us.
2: You're very welcome. Thank, thank, you. thank you again for inviting me along. It's been great. That's right.
1: And we can hear a little bit more from Sarah. So we have a little bit of bonus extra for our newsletter listeners. If you want to subscribe to the newsletter, you just go to the website, shootstothetop.com. You can subscribe there and you get all sorts of extra bonuses. We send you today's episodes, past episodes, and then we send you a little bit of extras, including bonus content for every podcast. Uh, so subscribe there. And thank you again, Sarah, for spending so much time with us and sharing so much with us. And Marcus, Brilliant. I will see you next week. See you next week. And again, for myself as well, Sarah, thank you very much Been been a rich
0: show.
2: Well, thank you very much. No, it's been it's been wonderful. It's been a delight to, to join you both. Okay, thank, you. thank you. Have a wonderful rest of the day. And uh, thank you for all listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. You can like
0: and subscribe on your usual podcast platform. You can find Sam and Marcus on LinkedIn and at websiteforphotographers.co.uk forward slash podcast. See you next week.